0: I am Ariella Sandoval, and this is Dear Daughter. Dear Daughter is a weekly podcast dedicated to the exploration of issues facing women today. It seeks to address common questions of our time without shying away from those that are difficult or controversial, much like an honest conversation unfolding between a mother and daughter. I am a daughter, a sister, a friend. I'm a psychology buff, and it only took three schools, three career changes, and five years to figure that out. I am a writer. But deep down, I'm scared of what people would think if they ripped open my diary. I am fierce, strong-willed, but geez, I can be as stubborn as a mule. I am concise, organized, and yet I live and thrive in a state of organized chaos every day. I am a woman of faith, but you know what? I have my share of doubts. I am a fighter, of social injustices in particular. I am passionate about what I believe in and the people I care about. My passion is for others and is near to the brokenhearted, the tired, the confused, because sometimes, a lot of times, I am that girl too. And that passion originally began in a diary, one that eventually became not just a diary, but an ode to my own future daughter. I began starting each entry with dear daughter, in an effort to give my words, thoughts, plans, and dreams more purpose. Had you told me, even just a few years ago, that I'd be taking that passion to a larger platform such as this, I wouldn't have believed it. But now, today, I've decided to share that purpose with the rest of the world to bring women together for the sake of all of our future daughters and others out there alike. So with that being said, dear daughter. Words, our words, your words, they act as a bridge of communication They connect us to those around us day to day. The cashier, at the grocery store, our families, friends, our colleagues at work. Language in itself is not the only form of communication, but it is a primary component. Words help share our thoughts, desires, wants, ideas, our likes, our dislikes, our grand passions. In Aristotle's book, On Interpretation, he writes on the idea of our words having the power to reflect and shape a person's thoughts, as well as our own. Your words have power. My daughter, you were created with words. Your words can't be taken back. Remember that, they can't be taken back. If we aren't careful, you can be sorry about them later, but the damage is already done. The hurt has already been given. Within the words that we speak day to day, there is an emotional potency. Words have the power to build up or tear down, inspire or discourage, create or destroy. Everything about the way you speak reflects the person you are and impacts the people around you. So choose words that empower. Let's remove passive words like try, but, want. No more, I will try to be dot dot dot. I want to be dot dot dot. By using passive words, we are opening the door to failure. We're opening the door to self-doubt. Those words become the safe and convenient way. We don't want the safe and convenient way. I want to be happy. We all want something. We all want a lot of somethings. But do we make those things happen? It's like we just wait around for our dreams and desires to just magically happen one day. To wake up and be aware and what we want to be. I am happy changes that. By inviting positivity and affirmation in, you are enabling yourself to actually be happy. The words I am define what you're capable of and who you are. Negative words. Harsh words, breaking words are power killers and they drain us of our energy. By being aware of our words and our speech patterns, by being proactive about creating and instilling positive behavior and emotions in our everyday spaces, we can impact not only ourselves, but those around us in a big way, in a better way. Being careful with our words creates an environment of trust. It creates a place where people feel safe and most importantly, valued. My daughter, How do you speak of others? How you make others feel about themselves says a lot about you. My daughter, how do you speak of yourself? Words are, in and of themselves, the most powerful force available to humanity. So let's discipline ourselves to speak in a way that conveys respect, gentleness, humility, love. You have the opportunity to use your words every single day and to use them well. Did you catch that? Let's use them well Let's be mindful of the way our words might impact the people we speak to, how they might impact ourselves, our confidence, our self-esteem. To build, not to break. To bless, not to badger. To praise, not to pounce. For instance, how many times have you heard a woman say one of the following things? I can't eat that because I wish I had this or that. I wish I was this or that. Chances are it's quite a few. That kind of language about our bodies. Remember, beautiful, beautiful bodies, or even our personalities, our beings, is so ubiquitous in our culture today that sometimes we don't even notice it. And that's a problem. I can't stress it enough. Language has power. Words have power. When we think about rhetoric powerful enough to create change in our lives, we tend to think about the very large scene and grand expressions of it. What we don't think about, what we ignore, is the language that we use in our everyday lives. All of the words we let go of about ourselves and others in passing, ones that we barely think about before we speak. We allow our speech to become so unconscious and so common without truly recognizing the weight and influence it carries. Think about young children, young children, young girls. They make negative comments about their bodies, their intelligence, their talents, their passions, Saying things like, their bellies are too big, or they don't look like whoever, or they're dumb, or their ideas are just silly ideas. Where do you think these comments stem from? The way we speak about ourselves and our sisters as women in front of the impressionable can cause so much damage if we aren't careful. Because you can't forget that even when you don't realize it, you have so many little eyes watching you. When little ones grow up hearing offhand, seemingly harmless comments that tear apart who we are, Why are we in the slightest surprise at the damage caused to young girls later? Think of someone who was that to you. Someone who was everything to you when you were young, when they didn't even know it. Think about how they carried themselves. Think about what you saw in them, what you took from them into adulthood. That someone touched your life. Don't you want to be that someone for another wide-eyed girl? Even more so, when we say negative things about ourselves, we are inviting others to do the same. Let's be real here. No one has ever felt better listening to someone else criticize their own appearance amidst sitting in their own insecurities. Am I right? We've all been there. Sitting in a room full of girls with someone that we view as significantly more attractive and watching them pick apart their own appearance. And then think, Well, I mean, if their thighs are ugly, mine must be hideous. If their laugh is annoying, what do people think about mine? It doesn't make anyone feel good. It doesn't better anyone in the room. Instead, We're left with worsened insecurities and self-doubt, or even newfound insecurities. Um, for instance, Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls discovering it's possible to have ugly elbows. What? My daughter, we cannot let it be normal to vocalize negative opinions about our bodies, our brains, our personalities. It becomes a social convention. Unfortunately, and this is speaking purely anecdotally, It seems as though more often than not, our interactions woman to woman are based on negative self-talk. Why is that? Why must we sit in circles, woefully picking ourselves apart, comparing ourselves to others, half fishing for compliments and half hoping others will divulge their insecurities to us as well in efforts to feel better? My daughter, you won't feel better. The normalization of negative self-talk has now led to self-love being seen as a poor trait to possess. If I hate me, how dare you not hate you? Self-deprecation has become an odd way to almost express that you're humble, down-to-earth, and not too full of yourself. To hear a young woman only say that she loves her body, her beautiful, beautiful body capable of so much and more, and loves how she looks, how she laughs, how she thinks and creates, or anything about herself, no matter how her appearance in life may compare to the conventional standards of beauty, is for some reason off-putting simply because we are not used to hearing normal women, sweet women, growing women be proud of themselves. What about this? In a room full of girls, have you ever felt the sting of confusion and annoyance when you hear a young woman praising the wonders of body acceptance, self-love, etc.? when you're really sitting there thinking, well, sure Susie, it'd be real easy to be confident if I looked like you, sounded like you, acted like you, was successful like you on a daily basis. Come on, I know you've been there. It can be hard to listen to someone write or speak about such a message when she is one that you would consider conventionally more attractive as a person. Conventionally more interesting and accepted. And the women that feel this way are right. You are right to feel the way you do. There is a form of privilege there, like with many facets of life, that does need to be acknowledged. Some people do have privilege in regards to their overall self-esteem as a result of natural appearance and personality traits. They don't face the negative preconceptions that society possesses against them. They don't face the negative preconceptions that are passed down to those who are overweight, passive, or greatly deviate from the norm. It's true. Growing up, I grew up with all the affirmations you'd think I'd need. I grew up being told how beautiful I was, how strong I was, how capable I was. But it's also important to remember that my privilege, anyone's privilege, does not prevent them from developing a toxic relationship with themselves, It doesn't prevent them from self-loathing. It doesn't prevent them from defeat. That's why we have to be careful with our words. We have to be kind to ourselves. We have to be kind to the people around us. Despite the fact that you are pretty, that I am pretty, that you are confident, that I am confident, that you are capable, that I am capable, that you carry that privilege, that I carry that privilege, comparison still stands. I am still not fill in the blank of whoever you admire most. And further, when I didn't see women in my own life that looked like me or lived similar lives to me that were speaking lovingly about their bodies, about their minds, about their accomplishments and selves, I didn't think I should either. So I didn't always. None of us do. We all fall short to that. For as long as we live and move and grow in a world where talking hatefully about ourselves and our sisters is more normal than speaking lovingly about ourselves and the people around us. Young people will grow up with hateful eyes as well, with words that do more damage than good. We need to acknowledge that the way we speak about and to ourselves matters. It affects not only our own well being, but the well being and mindset of others who hear our words. The others watching us, following in our paths. Speaking negatively is a product of growing up in a society that leads women to believe we are nothing more than our appearances. We are far more. You are far more. So what advice would I give my daughter? My daughter, don't get on yourself for this, for speaking negatively of yourself, because we've all done it. Don't waste your time in defeat over that. Instead, see this as permission to love yourself wholly and completely. Be proud of who you are or what you've accomplished, big or small. Be proud of the little pieces of you. My daughter, go ahead and acknowledge when you think you look dang cute today. When you do that for yourself, you're giving another young woman permission to do the exact same. Celebrate your beauty, your potential, your passions together. And be the affirming best friend you always wanted. My daughter, offer those affirmations that make your cheeks hurt from smiling to your fellow women every chance that you get. By being fully aware and conscious of our words, protective of our words and our speech, The other young girls of this world can grow up in a society that promotes the support, uplifting, and empowerment of fellow girls, not tearing them down, not shaming them. Empowered women empower women, right? Be one, create one. My daughter, be careful with your words. I once heard someone say, I didn't know it was okay to like myself. My daughter, it is okay to like yourself. My daughter, it is okay to love yourself but also be careful to analyze and be aware of how you think, act, and behave because self-love without self-awareness is useless. So make sure you are being accountable. My daughter, think before you speak, both about yourself and about others. Remember that your words reflect what is in you. So empower your language. My daughter, be someone's safe place. Be someone's smile for the day. My daughter, be gentle with yourself. You cute thing you. Thanks for listening to Dear Daughter. Be sure to visit us at deardaughterpodcast.com to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover fun bonus content. And of course, if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to like, subscribe, and share with friends. See you soon.